0: Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five percent pleasure, fifty percent pain, and hundred percent reason to remember the name. He doesn't need
1: his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic. Feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down talk's picking it up let's go Who the hell is he anyway he never really talks
0: much never concerned with status but still even in starstruck humble through opportunities given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a living from writing rats put it together himself
2: me and Hunter actually
3: talked about that this morning at practice when we were taking BP. We we're talking about how we were, this rules were switched. And I thought Hunter did an amazing job today, honestly coming behind me
1: and just pounding the zones, giving me the outs. Know, yeah um that was uh, that was my first time coming out of the bullpen um s- since probably junior year of high school uh so uh, it was it w- it wasn't really any different you just got to come up with a mindset that I'm going to compete in the zone and um go with the game plan that that you want and uh we we had a really good game plan the first time we played them and we kind of stuck to that and it and it worked out.
0: The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires—they have everything you need to fit your budget and style.
3: Hunter Hagen is back. Hunter Smith Hagen. No, Hagen Smith. Hunter. Hagen Holland now. Yeah, Hagen Holland. The, uh, the combination is back. They did a great job against the LSU in Baton Rouge in Game 1 back in March and last or yesterday. That was fantastic again. Hagan Smith with the start. Hunter Holland coming in in relief. Those two combined to just shut down that LSU offense, held them to four runs, and Arkansas wins 5-4 to move on to the semifinals. And the uh, game-winning hit came from uh, our very own Jace Borfinn just that he didn't
4: pull off on the ball and i think it was at that time was it left on left and uh you know he hit the ball through the middle and uh they were kind of playing him to pull and he almost hit it right at the normal four hole spot and when they when he hit it we realized it was going to go through and obviously gave us a a little cushion but uh he has been struggling Um, he had a home run at vandy and that was his only hit in three games i think and uh He's had a lot of runners on in front of him, and he's had such a good year for for us that uh, obviously we we've got to get him going if we're going to have some success. You know, next weekend, and uh, hopefully
3: that'll 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 kick him into gear a little bit. Maybe that'll lead to some big hits on uh, Saturday and possibly Sunday for Jace Borfin normally you would think sunday that it would be the day hunter holland would start because he's been the game three starter and he would have been in line for that but he came in out of the bullpen yesterday and uh, so uh, a different role for him
1: it was yesterday um just before they put mcintyre in the game and uh, coach Hobbs came over to me and just asked uh, can you go tomorrow and i was like yeah and i was i, I didn't know what he meant by starting or coming out of pen and uh, he kind of clarified that after the game, and I was I was excited because I was something different.
3: Can you go tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> like a, a little Matthew McConaughey, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> right, kind of kind of laid back there. Yeah, I can go. He'll be fine. Also, in uh, Race back news, you got the uh, men's golf team. They're in Scottsdale, Arizona, playing for the uh, national championship. They're at the national championship tournament first round is underway in scottsdale they'll play uh, 54 holes make a cut to 15 they'll play 18 more holes make the cut to eight and then the uh the final eight teams will start match play right and they'll narrow it down to eight to four to two and then the final the championship match arkansas was 11th in the country last year and i know uh hearing some of the interviews with the players their goal they want to make match play this sure. year get in the top sure. eight and then let the ships uh, fall where they may. Anything can happen, though. Exactly. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline and bring in Tom Murphy from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, WholeHogSports.com. Tom, welcome in. How are you?
2: I'm doing great, guys. Happy Friday to you. It's uh, heading toward a great weekend here.
3: Yeah, man, this is going to be uh, a lot of fun. Um, uh, the weather is awesome. Got a lot of things we can do, and but a lot of things we can watch with the uh, baseball team in in Hoover. Uh, what do you what do you think of this uh, this this run for Arkansas uh, at the SEC tournament? Is this is this a good you know? Because that's the debate, you know. Should they be getting rest at home, taking it easy in Fayetteville? Uh, wh- what are your thoughts?
2: Well, yeah, I talked about it with you guys a little last week. That I you just don't want to overextend your pitching, and you know Dave Van Horn has localized that, so we know. And I think after the calamity of the second game at Vanderbilt, um, you know, when you blow an 8-2 to lead in the eighth inning with your, your closer, you, you don't feel good. And then you lose the next game by one run. So that hurt. And I think that they've kind of, you know, gotten rid of that bad feeling. And I think the LSU game in the, the postseason is always a super important game for Dave Van Horn. Uh, I saw a picture, and it was probably taken by our Hank Blake, but I'm not sure who took it. And it's a picture outside the Arkansas huddle after the win yesterday, and there's a look on his face of like, yeah, I wanted this one. Because I think they've lost (laughs) six in a row to LSU in the postseason. So I think their first level of postseason goals is basically complete. They've they've solidified a top-eight seed. They've gotten to the semifinals. If if you lose in the semifinal, you're done. That's great. And if you win two or, I mean, if you play two more, that's that's okay. Um, I think if they play two more, then you're going to see the Parker Coyles and the Austin Ledbetters and the Ben um, Biveys and the um, Christian Fouches, all those guys get a little work, which is good for them in the postseason. Uh, But if they, they, you know, they'll they'll start Tiger tomorrow, I I would assume, And probably not overextend him. I can't see him going more than 60 or 70. And then just finish it up with whoever. And then if you outscore people, that's great. Uh, Because everything is is set up for what you do next week. And I think it it meant so much to Dave Van Horn that doing the combo of Hagen-Smith followed by Hunter Holland, uh, you know, that that meant a lot. And so now those guys are done for the weekend. Now you can go either way you can start either left-hander mm. in game 1 of your next
3: series. Wow. I I did not even think about that Tom. That's brilliant because you know, we we've seen Van Horn in years past when they're the one seed at home pitch off and and save the ace for Saturday and now you can do that with uh Hagen Smith or Hunter Holland and and a lot depends on who that fourth seed is. You know, sometimes you mm-hmm. you you know you get a little bit of the benefit and you get a team coming in that you know I mean, unless something crazy happens, you're going to win that game. And, and not that Hunter Hollins that you're th- you're throwing off with him. I mean, heck, he was your Friday night guy for uh, a, a big part of the season. So I didn't even think about that though. By pitching him yesterday, that gives him a, enough rest. Instead, if he had pitched on Sunday, let's say, like we I was thinking, what happened if they made the finals, he would be your Sunday pitcher. Now he's on normal rest and he can pitch next Friday.
2: Yeah, I think it was very, very important to them to be able to go 1-2 with those guys if they needed. Um, and But if, if any of the teams they face struggles against right-handers, then you put Tiger against them. So, really, you start Tiger tomorrow, and then you probably wouldn't want to start him Friday. So that gives you the leeway mm-hmm. to go either. And, and Smith and Holland have a little bit different repertoires, so you can go either one of those two guys in your opening game. Um, you know, I think back to the New Jersey uh, NG, NJIT opener, if y'all remember, was a slugfest, um, EJIT had a, had a lead at some point, I think Caleb Bolden might have started that game, and then they had to, like, get in their bullpen, you know, Kevin Copps might have even pitched that game, I don't remember now, but it was just one of those that you don't want to start a regional by doing, and so I think if they start one of the two lefties and can, you know, defeat number four, not go too deep in your pen, then you got a lot of a lot of options, and you know, as far as like Will McIntyre and Zach Morris are concerned, I, if I use them either Saturday or Sunday, it would be sparingly. Mm-hmm. You just want every you know, those two arms, in addition to the guys I just discussed. You want all those guys to be ready to go Friday, Saturday, to you know, to get through this regional.
3: Yeah, Tom Murphy with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh Tom, I, I gotta think. I I thought though with Tiger they do want to extend him. They they want to push him and and, and help uh, build up that pitch count.
2: Well, the extend um that we're talking well, extend um that we're talking about, I, it may be seventy this week, it may be eighty that he's you know, limited to. But I don't know if you I, I just don't think you push him beyond um, you know, let him let's say he's got uh sixty five pitches and he's starting the fifth inning. Mm-hmm. I don't think you, I don't think you push him and he gets in some runners on base and he's pushing past 80. I don't think you let him struggle through that tough inning. I really don't. I gotcha. think you just, you just cut him off. You cut him off whatever that pitch count is. Two runners on, he's only got one out and he's at 80 pitches. I think you just say okay, that's it. If if 80 is his max, his max might be 70 or 75. You know tomorrow as well.
3: Dave and Horn shows he he will do that. I mean, when you take your ace out against uh, LSU and their ace, and you know, kind of the hyped matchup of the tournament, and he walks out there with two outs in the inning, and Hagen's was waving him off, wanting to stay, and he's like, "Nope, you're out." You know, coach was mad in the postgame press conference because they had him at seventy pitches, and uh, the official box score had him at seventy six. That's how serious he was about the pitch limit.
2: Exactly, and and that's a pretty sizable disparity. Uh, and I don't know who was right. I just kind of had the game on, and uh, you know, I was watching it. Wasn't keeping up with the pitch, <laughs> pitches. But you're right. I mean, it, in this in this matter, the coaches and saving their guy has to mean the most. And so I'm sure Hagen Smith understands that. But it was not a little surprising when when Holland came in. Uh, they're like, "Oh, okay." But now I like you know, I completely get it um, as for what I just spoke about a minute ago, and then. Um, wanting to beat LSU. And when you go your two best guys, you know, that's what you have in mind. And it's funny, if you looked at Jay Johnson's quotes from last night, he's like, that's the second time they've used both of those two guys against us. Mm-hmm. And You know, you can kind of tell. Uh, yeah, they really wanted this one. Um, so, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. And he was very complimentary. The coaches in the last few weeks, uh, talking about Tim Corbin, Jim Schlossnagel, um and, and Johnston have been very complimentary of uh, Dave Van Horn and, and the top talent on this
3: team. No doubt. And uh, Jay went on to say last night uh, that may be the two best pitchers they've seen all year. The combination of those two. And I, that, that was yeah. a heck of a compliment. It really
2: was. And I mean, and, and it's true. I mean, you look at their records, you look at their ERA, you look at how, you know, Hagen Smith has had to, to be both. And, and and on a week-to-week basis, could be starter, could be a reliever. Now it looks like they've got the situation settled. Um, and, and, you know, while we're talking about it, I think the one big thing they're going to have to really think about is who they want their primary closer to be in the postseason. You've seen a lot of good out of Gage Wood, but he's a freshman. What, what will the postseason do with him? So I think you have to leave your options open that maybe a Will McIntyre can close for you, or maybe... Maybe Tiger, if let's just say you win game one, um, you win game two, and you haven't started Tiger yet. Do you, do, you, do you run the risk of starting like a Cody Adcock or someone else and trying to close a game with Tiger? I, I don't know. These are all questions for them. But there could be a situation that comes up in the next few weeks that maybe you want Tiger to get the last five outs of the game.
3: Well, with the emergence of McIntyre and Zach Morris, those are guys that, and, and we've seen that all throughout the year, the three-inning save, he's not afraid to, you know, let a guy go. It's not the, your typical closer role of a guy coming in and getting the last three outs. They'll let, they'll just keep rolling with the guy and let him finish the game, like you saw last night. I mean, I thought, yeah. honestly, I was wondering if Gage Wood was going to pitch the ninth. And then I saw Hunter Holland was back out there and gave up the home run, and then they show Gage Wood warming up, and I was like, I wonder – how much trouble he has to get in here before Gage Wood comes in.
2: <laughs> That's a great point. And, you know, a lot of times I think as baseball people, we think about like the major league say, Like, yeah. oh, you don't use your closer more than three outs, and, you know, except in rare circumstances. College is a little different. And Dave Van Horn certainly isn't one of those guys who's, who's you know, married to that philosophy. So, uh, yeah, really good to see Holland close the game out. And, you know, I would like to see Gage Wood next appearance be... You know, not a six-run lead and not a one-run lead, but maybe a three or four-run lead. You know, mm-hmm. like a, a, a in-between type situation.
3: I agree. What about Peyton Holt? I mean, the way he has replaced wow. Peyton Stovall it, to me is just uh, it, it's a, it, it needs more attention because this guy's been awesome.
2: If we're looking at the big picture of the the arc of this team, the injury deal and people coming back and what have you, I don't think you can underestimate. Him like being plugged in, and you're not missing anything defensively so far, and you're actually getting more production. Now it is a right-handed bat versus you know Stovall, but he, he's hitting everybody. He hit schemes yesterday. He's hit for power. Um, he's um, he's he's worked counts. He's stolen bases. Um, I tell you, you start planning for next year. You got to find a place on the field for that kid. Do you not? I mean, Stovall comes back healthy. He's playing second you got to
3: find a place for Holt to play. Tommy's hitting 441 now in uh, nine, uh, 13 <laughs> SEC games, nine starts. 441. Uh, we saw the defensive play made yesterday, the heads-up play, getting the runner third. That changed the game. We've seen him make mm-hmm. some great plays in the field against Vanderbilt. Uh, he's getting it done in the field and, as you mentioned, at the plate and stealing bases. Right now, I, I would argue he is playing better than anybody else on the team.
2: Uh, and it would be hard to refute that argument. Uh, but what's been cool, though, is you, you look through the top seven or eight in terms of hitters. Uh, everybody's had their run. I mean, Wagner to start the year. Joseph Berger had his average up to 320-something before the injury, and he's struggling a little bit. But, you know, Stovall's had moments. Slavin's got hot, you know, leading right into the SEC tournament. Caleb Cowley had uh, a streak that put him over 300 after that horrid start. Um, I, you know, you, you just keep going on and on different spots on the rock. You know, Borofin, up over 400. struggled a little bit, had a huge hit yesterday. So um, when, you, when you're able to go to your bench, when you're able to recruit to be able to have a guy like him on your bench, and they're and occult for that matter, um, to, to come in and hit in clutch situations and just be an integral part of the lineup, I mean, it just speaks to their eye for talent and the kids' ability to, to handle what their role was until it was their time.
3: Uh, And Talking about guys taking advantage of time, but uh, you look at Ben McLaughlin. You know, he was leading the team in batting average in the SEC until uh, Caleb Cowley's gone three for seven at the SEC tournament. Now he's got the best batting average. But he's on the bench. I couldn't tell you the last time he he came in. I guess he pinched some at some point. But he was leading the team in batting average in SEC games.
2: It's amazing that you have a guy of his hitting caliber on your bench. Um, you know, he did something, uh, it was a hamstring or some, it was a leg thing. So we can't just all out sprint. Um, but when they needed Ben McLaughlin, when both of the outfielders were out, he came in and, and delivered for him. And, you know, that was a pretty strong lineup uh, when you had Diggs in the outfield and you had um, McLaughlin DHing. Um, you know, they lost a little bit at the, at the bat in left field. For the uh, the eight games that Josenberger was out, you know, the Grimes-Neville combo um, wasn't super productive from a batting average standpoint, but they got on base some of those two guys. They played good defense, so really, you know, they had to get that deep into their roster and still survive and were winning series with them. It's just been an amazing tale for this team.
3: Tom, you got plans for the weekend? What are you doing? It is my
2: birthday, Monday. I have siblings from Raleigh, North Carolina, Atlanta, Baton Rouge, and Fort Smith coming in today, and we are going to celebrate all weekend Memorial Day.
3: Awesome. Man, that's great. Happy birthday, and uh, have a great weekend.
2: Thanks. Hey, everybody, have a great Memorial Day weekend. See y'all.
3: Thanks, Tom. Tom Murphy on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Happy birthday. Pretty cool. Uh, Guatni Chevrolet is, uh got a great deal in the month of May because they're trying to move some cars out. 2024s are on the way. That means the 2023s have to go. And so what they're doing, they're giving you 1.9% financing. That's a great rate these days. You're not going to find that all over the place. And Guatni's doing that for the majority of their vehicles. you are talking about... Uh, New Silverados, new Equinox, new Blazers, new Trailblazers, new Traverse, 1.9% financing. And they're also giving you no payments for 90 days. Go out there, buy a new car, and don't worry about a payment in June, July, August. Heck, you wouldn't have to make a payment until September. That is fantastic. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com, take a look at all the inventory, then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, and take one of those 2023s off the lot. They want you to. They're begging you. Come take a 2023. Great deals right now at Gwatney Chevrolet. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com.
0: Sports Center.
4: The Eastern Conference Finals will see a sixth game after last night in Game 5. 110-97 to 97 was the final score. The Boston defense forced 16 turnovers on the evening. They were plus 7 in that category. Four of the Celtics starters scored 20-plus points. It was Derrick White leading the way with 24 points on 8 of 11 shooting. Marcus Smart had 23 points on 7 of 12 shooting. And then Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both had 21 points apiece and they both shot over Denver Nuggets are awaiting a challenge. They'll see if it will be the Heat or the Celtics. Game number six in this series is scheduled for Saturday night, 7.30. You all can watch it on TNT. The Celtics are a two and a half point favorite as things open up right now. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Need a boat? Get to the Memorial Day celebration. Going on now at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Get the Sun Tracker Sportfish 22 with 115 Mercury Outboard and a $2,000 inflation buster discount. Or try the Tahoe T-16 with 75 horsepower Mercury and a $3,000 inflation discount. Or step up to the Tahoe T-18 with Mercury 115 Outboard and receive a $4,000 discount. Available now through Memorial Day at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized tracker dealer. Our Care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our Care. So you can live your story.
3: I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers, you're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier and we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make
0: it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Pickup truck, sports car,
4: motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan.
1: Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agents Jason Daly or Richard Yeager in Little Rock and ask about shelter's competitive rates.
0: Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits, I'm Stan Mellar from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, Attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497
3: and unlock the benefits you deserve.
1: It's just an acre for my friends at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. And if you are in the market for a handgun and don't want to break the bank, then listen up. Max Prairie Wings has got you covered with the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic. The Stoger STR9 9mm is packed with features you'd expect in a pistol costing twice as much. With its integrated rail, internal safety, reversible magazine release, optimized slide serrations, 3-dot sight system, and enhanced ergonomics, you can count on consistent performance every time. And the best part... The Stoger STR-99mm is available in 17-round, 15-round, and 13-round models for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate. That's right. You won't find a better review, better quality, or a better price. Check out the Stoger STR-99mm for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate at MaxPW.com or in-store at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, and that is just the tip of the iceberg of all the great deals they have. So go buy and see my friends in Stuttgart, or go to their website, maxpw.com.
0: Welcome back to The Zone in the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore. I got my peaches out in Georgia, oh yeah. I get my weed from California, That's that. I my chick up to the north,
1: yeah. You, baby.
3: Never let you go. Oh. I haven't mentioned it yet, but the uh, Little Rock Trojans moved on to the semifinals of the OVC tournament yesterday. Jackson Wells, their uh, OVC Pitcher of the Year, complete Game 3 hitter yesterday as Little Rock wins 4-1 to one over Tennessee Tech, and they'll play Moorhead State today at 2 Winner moves on to the finals. So Little Rock Trojans could win today and win again tomorrow. And they'll be in the NCAA tournament. I saw D1 baseball projected Little Rock going to Arkansas to be in the Fayetteville Regional. So that could be the the four seed. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it really if, does. If you're going to uh, do a, reg- yeah. a real regional. Yeah,
4: keep them in the region. That's yeah. right.
3: Let's go down to Hoover and bring in Bubba Carpenter. A little bonus appearance in the zone for Bubba. But after, you know. Watching his kids show out on TV last night, I had to get Bubba back on here to talk about it. One proud Papa. Bubba?
0: Hey, Wes, you there?
3: Yeah, I got you now. There you go. How we doing, buddy? Well, you blew the timing of that intro, that's for sure. (laughs) My bad. Gosh. I mean, I should have got your son on. At least he'd have been there to make the catch. You'd been three steps behind.
2: Okay, take two. Wow,
3: this isn't a podcast where we can start all over. This is live radio, yeah. Bubba.
2: Uh, hey, last night was awesome, man. Um, sorry, I, sorry, I blew the blew the intro, but uh, it was awesome. It was a great game. Um, proud of my kiddo for making a big catch out in the outfield. So, uh, you know, the thing is, Wes, I'll tell you, the the coach hit me was really proud of of the catch and the hustle and all that the dad in me loved the mama hug after after the catch i think that kind of completed the whole play right there so he went they had the slow motion of uh, <laughs> him jumping in, in crystal's arms and I, I thought that was really cool so it was a it was a neat moment and phil did a great job on the radio kind of talking through the whole thing so I, I he sent me the audio clip of it so it was really cool
3: so did phil know right away that was your son that made the catch
2: No, he just said an Arkansas fan kid just made a a great catch out in right field, and I look at the monitor. I'm like, hey, that's my kid. (laughs) (laughs) And then and then he started going on about Dalton, and then you know, and of course, then they kept showing the replay on the TV, and Phil kind of walked through, and I said something about the slow motion. He goes, oh no, now it's a slow motion hug. he, he said something about chariots of fire. Yeah, feels <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So he he did such a good job. And to be honest with you, I was distracted the rest of that inning because uh, and my phone was blowing up, and I was <laughs> trying to watch the game and the monitor and all that. So it was, it was really, it was really, it was a neat moment.
3: Dalton, I, I, but from listening to you guys earlier, I guess the game before, has he been just catching balls left and right or getting balls out there?
2: No, not this, not this year. A couple of years ago, when we were here. He, uh, it was another proud dad moment. There was uh there was an uh, Ole Miss fan, and it was Ole Miss kid wearing all his Ole Miss gear, and Dalton. They were like the only two kids down the berm on the on the left field line, and there was a foul ball, and they were both running to it, and he beat the Ole Miss kid to the ball. And so <laughs> I had made a comment about that. I was a proud dad then because I said. If the old Miss kid would have beat him to the ball or taken it away from him, I would have been a little disappointed in my kid. But, uh, but yeah, so we had joked about that earlier in the game. So it was just crazy how it worked out. And, you know, with all the kids out there in the berm, you just see, you see kids running everywhere. And you, you know what your kid looks like, but it's a long way away, and I always try to identify what he's wearing. And so it, it, was, it was really cool.
3: <laughs> how old is Dalton? 11 11 Oh, awesome Well, Bubba uh, They did win a game yesterday And uh, got a good pitching performance And uh, let's start there With uh, the duo The combination Of Hagen-Smith and Hunter Holland Had you been tipped off? Did you know that uh, Hunter Holland Was going to be coming in Out of the bullpen?
2: Yeah, I knew he was gonna come in. I didn't know when exactly. I, I wasn't sure if he was gonna come in with the bases loaded in that situation. And boy, I felt bad for Hagen because as soon as he threw that, that last pitch to Malaz Malazzo, um I mean he knew or to Dugas. He he Dugas, knew yeah. that he knew that um he knew that, that was it. He was like looking at Dave, like shaking his head like, No, give me one more for the batter, but you know, David, he had made up his mind, and you know, there's bigger, there's bigger things coming down the road this this next weekend. So, you know, but Hunter came in and boy, Hunter was great. They both were, they were both great. I mean, you watch that LSU lineup, and they're they're powerful from top to bottom, and they just they just carve those guys up the whole day. And you know, and I was proud of our hitters. Our approach against Paul Skeen, you know, I said it after the game. I've, I've watched him pitch multiple times this year. And I have never seen Paul Steen rattled on the mound. I mean, his body language, he was frustrated because he couldn't get us out. I mean, he was making good pitches, and we keep fouling them off, and then we get a base hit. And so you could see the frustration building in him. And I don't know. It was just a a great Razorback win. I'll tell you what it was. It was a great great baseball game. If If you're a baseball fan, no matter who won that game, it was a great game, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that pitching matchup is not something you get to see a whole lot. Two, uh, you know, first team All SEC pitchers going at it, uh, future major league guys, and it was just uh, boy it lived up to the to the billing.
3: Bubba Carpenter with us on the Brendan Moving and Storage Hotline. All right, Bubba, we also it's Tiger tomorrow and some Gage Wood. Um, somebody, well, maybe somebody in there to bridge the gap. Is that kind of the plan in your mind?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think a lot of it depends on where we're at in the game um, when Brady comes out. To be honest with you, I know they want to get Gates some work in. They would like for it to be a, a you know a, a, a good situation for him to come in. He's got to get used to coming in to those situations. And, and see what he's got. You know, he was he was loose a couple times last night or in yesterday's game. He was up a couple times, and and I was kind of curious when they were going to bring him in. You know, in that last inning with Hunter, you know, but with the top of that lineup up, I think they really wanted Hunter to face the top of the lineup. Um, but, but we'll see Gates tomorrow. And, you know, there's a the chance you could see McIntyre come back and throw. Throw a, throw a couple couple pitches. He wouldn't be in there long, but he may come back in for a couple. And then, you know, you still got some other guys down there that, that they really want to get some work in. Um but the way it lines up for us tomorrow, I, I think we're still in really good shape pitching-wise. And if we get to that championship game, you're going to see some guys you haven't seen in a while pitch, probably. And, um, you know, because it's all about getting back to stay, though, getting ready for the regional. And, you know, you look at Ed Hagen coming out after 76 pitches. You know, normally that wouldn't happen, obviously. And, you know, Paul Skeen's on the other side. You know, he threw, I don't even know how many pitches he ended up with. I know he uh, 88 pitches yesterday. Um they would have normally left him in over 100, but uh, I tell you what, we were on him. We really were. We we had figured him out, and uh, our approach against him was great. They put together a great game plan, and, and they followed it really well. Uh,
3: yeah, I think all you need to know, and look, the, the players want to win this thing, and, and Van Horn's not going to throw anything, but, or, you know, just give it away. But uh, the championship game, if Arkansas wins, I think your championship game you're going to see probably – Parker Coyle make the start with Ben Vibe and Austin Ledbetter and Christian Fouch pitching on in the championship game, not a you're midweek right. game, right. Baba against Semo. Uh, <laughs> the championship game of the SEC tournament, and but that's what that's what this is. That, I mean, that, it yeah. it is. I hate to say meaningless because, like I said, if you're out there on the field, you want to win, but they're not going to risk anything for it.
2: No, they're not going to. And like I said, I mean, this is a neat deal down here. And, you know, for people that say, oh, the SEC tournament doesn't mean anything, if you watch the Razorback reaction, if you watch the players when Kendall Biggs hit that walk-off a couple days ago, that tells you what this means. If you watch the Florida players after their guy hit the walk-off against Alabama when they're down three going in the last inning, this means a lot. This is bragging rights right here, guys. I mean, this is this is some of the best talent in the country. All, all clumped together in one place and the baseball is just ridiculous it's so much fun and from my booth i can look down at the scouts and there's i know i mean scouts there's a 100 scouts down there maybe more um it's just crazy to see all the talent here and it's it's a lot of fun but it really does mean a lot to these players uh and they want to win and you know I, I feel good who have we put out there on the mound you know Parker Coyle's done a good job if it comes to if it comes down to Sunday and we've got those guys on the mound, I still feel good about it because it got good stuff, you know. And I think it would be great experience for them, win or lose, yeah. for them to get that experience. Um, but I think the most important thing is that we're playing – we know we're going to play three games because we wanted to make sure we got Brady Tiger his start. That was real important. So once we won that first game, we could kind of relax a little bit. You know, yesterday's game, you know – really if you're looking at the big picture didn't mean a whole lot but other than it was just a great baseball game because we had already set ourselves up to get Brady Tiger that start and that was that was really the
3: key Bubba Carpenter with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline um, I don't know if Peyton Holt has become my new favorite player but he's doing it week after week now and he's doing it at the plate, he's doing it in the field he's doing it on the base pass Bubba, th- this kid, he's hes fun, and uh, he has meant a lot to their success. I looked it up. He's now hitting 441 in SEC games.
2: That's crazy, isn't it? And Okay, so I don't know if you remember, Wes, early on, I was on the Peyton, Peyton Hope bandwagon. When he, he earned the starting job at third base, and then he tweaked his hamstring, and then Cali came back and started doing well, and Peyton kind of lost his spot. But I said back then, I'm like, look, this is a high-energy player, uh, he grinds out at bats. He plays great defense. Uh, he's good on the base paths. I said, this guy needs to be in the lineup somewhere. There's just nowhere to put it. Um, it was unfortunate he tweaked his hamstring early in the year. Or, or we might be looking at him as, the, you know, well, he would have eventually moved over to second. But, you know, he would have gotten a lot more bats at third base in front of But he's so much fun to watch play. And, man, the play, i tell you, the play he made yesterday in the sixth inning where he arm faked the first, and and through the third, and got Travinsky out at third. That's a big that's a, that's a game changer right there. That could have changed the, the the results of that game right there. Instead of first and third, one out, you know, you're looking at, at runner at first and uh, two out. I mean, it just changed that whole inning. And um, he makes plays like that nonstop. And if you watch him in the field, he plays with so much passion and energy and fun, but he's got a little grit to him. And he's the dirtiest guy on the field. And he, he's just, I just love him. I gave him a big hug after the game yesterday. I was so excited for him.
3: He reminds you of you.
2: Except better. <laughs> <laughs> he just, hey, he is a baseball player. You know what, when you think of a Razorback baseball player, that's the kind of player you think of. You really do. I mean, just the kind of a dirtbag, dirty, plays <laughs> hard dirtiest guy on the field, like dirtbag in baseball terms. But you know that. Yeah. Dirt compliment in baseball terms, so I hope the listeners out there understand that. Um, I mean that's a that's a compliment when you call a guy like a dirtbag player. I mean that's a hard nosed player that you want out there on the field. You get you get nine of those guys out there on the field, you're going to win a whole a whole lot of games. So uh, it, it's fun having him there, and uh, it's been a it, it's been a it's been a fun fun couple of days here, and so. Hey, but I, can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, I, I thought I heard you mention Jackson Wells right as I clicked on. Yeah. Um, getting a win yesterday.
3: Yeah, he pitched a complete but, game three hitter. at Little Rock won four to one in the first round against our their first game at the OVC tournament. They'll play in the semifinals today at two.
2: That's awesome because they could end up in a regional in fair, That it's possible.
3: Very possible. Yeah, so, two wins yeah, away. Or, was, yeah, two wins away.
2: So Jackson Wells was one of my players a couple of years ago, and I love that kid. Boy, he's uh, uh, talk about it. He's, he's the pitching version of Peyton Holt. He is a bulldog when you put him out there on the mound. And, uh, man, he wants the ball against whoever the best team is out there. and He'll, he'll go get you. So he's a lot of fun to watch pitch. So uh, hmm. congratulations to Jackson and the uh, UALO pro- program. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get to see him here next weekend.
3: Yeah, he, he is the OVC Pitcher of the Year. Oh, that's awesome good
2: for him hey and he works his tail off too he's about as hardworking kid as, as, as I know in the game of baseball and he wants to be good and like I said he's a guy that wants that ball and when you go out to the mound to take him out it, it he doesn't come, he, he doesn't come out of the game very easy so he loves he, he, he doesn't want you to take him out ever so uh, he's he's a bulldog out there so good uh, good for him.
3: Hey, we uh, heard your call and Phil's call a little bit earlier on uh, the Kindle Diggs catcher's interference. And watching it on TV, w- we didn't know anything was going on. You know, I mean, they're taking a commer- about to go to commercial break on the SEC network and. And the uh, play-by-play guy goes, whoa, 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 wait, what do we got here? And I was like, oh, my God, are they fighting? You know, that was my first incident. I thought they were fi- there was a fight on the field. And then I thought, well, no, maybe it's a streaker, you know, because they weren't showing anything. They were just showing schemes, like, at the dugout going, what's going on, man? What are we doing? And then, then somebody finally said catcher's interference. So they, there was a lot of confusion. But you, you, you saw it right away, it, it looked like, or it sounded like.
2: I knew something was up. I can usually hear it on the, on the ESPN mic in my ear because a ball off the bat makes a certain sound. Like when it hits the catcher's mid, it makes a different sound. And, you know, we don't hear quite as good, you know, we're at our vantage point right now. But something wasn't right there. And so Phil was making the call, you know, fly ball to center field. And I'm like, no. And I, I never want to inter- interrupt Phil. Phil's a man. But, you know, I was like, no, there's catcher's interference and you could you know, you could see it. And it's just funny the difference in the two takes. And I even heard DBH talk about it. You know, uh, uh Jay Johnstone, the the LSU head coach, was kind of complaining about it and but look, if you look at the catcher, Milanzo stuck his glove out. He had his arm was fully extended. That's totally on the catcher. It's not a batter's long swing. But um but you know their their view is it, it really cost them. But I agree with DBH. You know he hit the catcher's mitt, still hit the ball out there pretty good. If he doesn't hit the catcher's mitt, he was right on that ball. That ball might have been gone. So we might have ended up with with four runs there. So I think it's just I think it's just funny the the two viewpoints that you get from it from the LSU side versus the Arkansas side.
3: But it was definitely catcher's interference. I don't understand what Jay Johnson was so upset about. I mean, isn't it? Is it's not an automatic call if the batter's bat it hits the catcher's glove isn't that catcher's interference
2: yeah it's automatic i mean and the razorback dugout knew it instantly you could see them and and you, you just knew instantly um everyone's reaction said that it was catcher's interference and there's no doubting it i mean even when they showed the replay you could see the catcher's mitt yeah go down as as kendall's butt bat hit it so i don't know what his complaint was there But, look, he does a lot of things that that I really don't like. And it's not because he's the LSU coach. Look, they got a great team. They're they're really good. We'll probably see them somewhere down the road. again. We'll see them tomorrow. Um, But, well, they do a lot of things, Wes, that just annoys you. Um, Offensive timeouts at weird times. You know, one inning he goes out, there's a 1-0 count, and he calls timeout and he goes out and he's complaining about something and just kept going. And I never found out what it was that he was complaining about. But he was looking out to the mound at Hunter Holland. I don't know if it was playing about his glove or what, if there was something going on, but he just does stuff like that that I, I, you would never see BBH do. Let's just put it that way.
3: Yeah, I did not understand why he was so upset. And then he challenged it. And then, you know, once it's challenged and confirmed, I mean, it's obvious, move on. I don't know what you're complaining about. And then later on, the yep. incident, I had no idea. Well, I was asking everyone, well, what's going on? What's he mad about this time? You know, and no one knew could figure it out.
2: Yeah, he got kind of heated there, and the umpire, the home plate umpire, I mean, he was getting uh, Jason Bradley, he was getting a little bit frustrated, finally he just walked away and I like, gave him a hand and said, hey, go back to the dugout, but I don't know what he could have been complaining about. It was one pitch, it was a ball, so it was a one count, so I, I don't know what he was complaining about there, but I don't know, but... um you know the, the the good thing is is we came away with a win and it was packed with LSU fans. I mean they really showed up and then we had we had a lot of red in the stands, but I mean it was it was definitely an LSU home crowd and uh, so it was good to win that game in front of that crowd.
3: Bubba, great to catch up with you and, and tell Dalton we said great job and uh, that was a cool moment in the game last night.
2: Well, I appreciate it. you know what and I appreciate all the listeners out there sending me clips of that. Um, I got clips from all over, and I got really, you know, they were just neat, different vantage points of it, and different clips from the broadcast and all that. So I appreciate all the listeners out there, and uh, it's really cool. You know, we woke up this morning and there were like sixty-seven thousand views, and so Dalton's like, "Oh my goodness!" So, he's <laughs> 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 but it was, uh, it was really, it was really neat though. It really, it really was, and, it, and you know how it is. As a dad, you're you're proud of your kid. and like I said, I was more proud of him that he ran over and hugged mom. off. That, that made the whole yeah. thing almost teared up a little bit on the air. I had, to, I, had to, I had to hold it back a little bit, but I thought that was really neat. So uh, I appreciate you, Wes, and um, I'll be talking to you next week, and let's be getting ready for a regional.
3: Yeah. We'll talk to you Tuesday, Bubba. We're off Monday, so we'll talk to you Tuesday. All
2: right. Sounds good. Go
3: Hawks. Later. Bubba Carpenter on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. When we come back, we'll talk a little NBA. Celtics still alive. Big game coming up in Miami. NBA talk next. You're in the zone.
0: I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go right now. Let's
3: go. It's May, and May means more at Saracen Casino. More winning, and of course, another great vehicle giveaway. Play today and tomorrow to win the hottest SUV on the market. Ford's Big Ben Bronco 4x4 from Trotter Ford. The iconic Bronco is back, better than ever with more
0: advanced technology and creature comforts, and could be yours just for playing at Saracen. Win a new Bronco tomorrow night.
3: Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Game on problem?
0: Call 800-522-4700. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk and improve brain health. Steps include regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, staying socially engaged, and challenging your brain with new activities. If you or a loved one are experiencing memory loss or other symptoms of Alzheimer's, seek medical attention right away. Join us in the fight against Alzheimer's. Learn more at HealthyAR.info forward slash bold a message from the Arkansas Department of Health
4: Courtney Ballantine here for the butcher shop hold up there everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the butcher shop where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks but hope I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. wait what the butcher shop is now open for lunch too yeah and they have a rotating meat selection every day as well as everyone's favorite steak burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month what are we waiting for let's go to the Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner
1: a great deal on select Kubota equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, zero percent APR for 84 months, now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com Roger Scott here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean, I am the naked gardener after all. And there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes attack,
0: it can be a real bug kill.
1: However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. Justin anchor here for Guatney Chevrolet. Interest rates continue to be a struggle for a lot of folks, but it never rains on Guatney Chevrolet's parade, and that's my kind of parade. Across the entire Chevrolet lineup, Guatney's offering super low, 1.9% on new Blazers new Equinox, new Trailblazers, new Traverse, and Silverados equipped with the powerful 2.7 Turbo Max engine. Guadagno Chevrolet is still actively buying late model vehicles as well, so if you've got one to sell, just stop by and see my friends at Guadagno Chevrolet for an appraisal. You'll get an offer. Let them write you a check, and if you still owe on that vehicle, they're going to pay it off. It is that easy at Guatney Chevrolet. Also, they're still doing 90 days with no payments. Go in, get the vehicle, and you don't have to make a payment for 90 days. It seems too good to be true, but that's the way they do things out at Guatney Chevrolet. Pre-owned vehicles that are good enough for mom, you can find all the vehicles, new and pre-owned, at Guatney Chevrolet.com. Go out and visit my friends in Jacksonville at Guatney Chevrolet. I'll be happy you did. It is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer.
0: From the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, you're in the zone. Want to get into the show? Call or text 661-1037 or leave a message on our live fan feedback. Now, let's get back into the zone. My, oh my. In a room full of diamonds, you would be a hundred
1: dollars. If you are fine with a crime, can they lock like your love? Fine.
4: We were a tougher-playing team. Um, we set this on from start to finish, and uh, we had a great team win. We hit shots, and they let us get two. Uh, so don't let us get another one.
3: There you go. One game closer. Yeah. Boston wins again. 3-2 headed to this Miami. This could be
4: historic. You know it could. There's a feeling right now that they're going to come all the way back in we, this, and it's never happened. You know who was there at uh, game four? Jeter and A-Rod were in the Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, gave They're Boston like we're some hope. living proof exactly gave Boston some hope yeah they were it. in the
3: stands you know, I, I threw this out at the morning show after the, the first win, yeah. and I was like, you think about it, they, they're going home, they win that, then all yeah. pressure's on uh, Atlanta, and then go back home for game seven. They got two out of the next three at home, so they're in position to do it. They're favored the next game. Yes. Yeah, in Miami. In Miami, they're favored? Well, I, I think two, so, 2. yeah. 2.5
4: favorites. I think, I think that's the line, yeah. Did well, you it's like what we've been saying the whole time, the Celtics are the better team. Oh, they have they much have better talent.
1: Better yeah, yeah, well... Right. <laughs>
4: You know, I guess Missoula saved his job by winning this game. It's this. Well, maybe. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. See that it's a question. If he wins the series, you can't fire him. No, you You, can't. You can't. No. If he goes to the finals, finals, you can't fire him. If he loses, you can fire him. Right. Uh, They do that in the NBA. Did you hear how Barkley indelicately phrased this in, in the post game? He said, "He said Game Six is the whole series. It's it. He said if Miami loses." They're going back to Boston and they're so getting their blank kicked, and that's a fact. Yeah. And I think he speaks for America with that. But I don't have any feel for this Game Six at all, and I think it's going to be absolutely mega. I don't trust this Boston team. I really don't. I think
2: Tatum's great. Yeah. I think Brown's great.
4: Sometimes. But I think, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He can't dribble. No,
2: he no. can't. Jalen Brown can't is dribble. the most accomplished player I've ever seen who has no
4: handle at all. Well, smart's yeah. been out of his mind and, and fits and starts. he's Smart a annoys player. me. Yeah. Oh, he's very annoying <laughs> he thinks he, he thinks he's the first option on that team. he does well yeah, that he, he does
1: yeah he, he's like Patrick Beverly but actually good yeah It's, he, it's he, the he's,
4: green hair that's doing it yeah. I, I by the way they were talking on the morning mayhem show the other day about this and uh somebody brought up Jalen Brown RJ admitted he'd never heard of him how? I, I almost drove off the road, I was laughing, so what? I'm like, he's everyone, NBA everyone's he's been heard of like him like J- six years. Jalen Brown's getting ready to he's sign, sign a contract NBA, for like $250 million with somebody. For it, yes. So Boston's going to yes. have two fifty $50 million-year players I don't yes. year. I don't think they'll play, pay Jalen no. yeah, Brown. No, I wouldn't. Isn't, Brown. Brown has got one foot out the door right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't pay him. Yeah. No, I wouldn't
3: either. That's hour number two when we come back. More from Philip Martin. We'll introduce him in the third hour. Entertainment, birthdays, much more. You're in the zone.
1: Graduation season is upon us, and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli. With options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on EdwardsFoodGiant.com, then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards.